Hi, welcome to the show. Beginning tonight, we're shifting focus here. Time to get serious. This is a very clear line that is drawn in the sand. There are two distinctive parties with strong and unique public personas dividing what's right and what's wrong. Both of these people have laundry lists that have shortcomings. They take opposite approaches to pretty much every issue. So there's no more undecideds. No more in the middle. Pick a side, goddammit, because this is the most important debate of our lives. Yes, Brad versus Angelina starts now. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. In case anybody's wondering, Team Brad. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, once there was a way to get back homeward, welcome to Trump versus Hillary. Golden Slumbers. We'll talk about why I've uh, chosen this title and this song. Stephen, uh, not Helmkamp, but uh, the other one out there, his name all of a sudden, uh, Stephen Lemieux, boy in his 20s, uh, asked me why the song, and I was like, you'll have to watch the show. Anyway, I am Christian Black, at Christian DMZ on Twitter and Instagram. Welcome to Trump versus Hillary, and uh, make sure you follow the show, at TrumpHillary16, like us on YouTube, comment there, rate us on iTunes. To my left is Chelsea Galicia, at Chelsea Galicia. To her left, Scott Moore, who is at S-Man 80. He's the only one of you guys that uh, isn't just their name, but I'm also not just my name because it was taken. Way down there on the other end of the the desk, for those watching on YouTube, Drexel Hurd, at Drexel Hurd, and back where he belongs on the couch of descent, (laughs) Stephen Helmkamp. Stephen, say hello. Now, uh, so we're using this song... Golden Slumbers, because the uh, bombing suspect in New York was found sleeping outside of a bar, and when Hillary commented on it on her plane, she looked like she was still asleep. So, there's two reasons why we have that song. So, uh, we're going to dive right into uh, the big topic. Brad and Angelina's going to have to wait till after the show. But, uh, so there were the bombings in New York and New Jersey, and, uh, you know, the, the suspect was found because he was sleeping outside of a bar. And the best thing about this, and I'm from New York originally, um, and what I love about this is how did we, as in law enforcement, as in the good guys, find some of those undetonated bombs? Oh, I know, because New Yorkers were trying to steal the backpacks that they were in. They saw them and they're they're like, hey, there's something suspicious in here. And I love that. I love that a lady (laughs) saw a pressure cooker on the street and was like, hey, that doesn't belong there. If you see something, say Say something. something. So I love that that worked. So, you know, God bless these people. I, I love the people that are looking to steal the backpacks because uh, you know that. Uh, this time. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so that's interesting. And you know, uh, Ahmad Khan Rahimi was the uh, suspect. The gentleman found uh, sleeping outside of a tavern, uh, which uh, I, I think has helped its Yelp reviews, although I'm not sure. Oh my um, so after the bombings, uh, New York City Mayor Bill De Blasio was still very hesitant to call the attacks terrorism and uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo he questioned the link to what he called quote unquote international terrorism international terrorism I wonder what nations could be part of international terrorism probably all those all those Portuguese terrorists or you know all those militant Frenchmen out there boy if only we had a classification for I don't know radicalized Americans certain backgrounds if only we had a term that we could use to uh, call people like Ahmed Khan Rahimi. 
But I'm just going to have to assume that he was an extreme Methodist. Uh, and he was obviously radicalized. Maybe he's an extreme Mormon. He was radicalized. He went to a camp in, uh, in Provo, Utah. Is this for real? No, of course it's not real. Help? I well, I mean, the I world is trying to say that uh, we that... can't jump to conclusions. I know. But, uh, Stephen, what would you say about Ahmad Khan Rahimi? And I'll let you speak in a second, Chelsea. Oh, no, well, I don't First really of all, it's oh, just... Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, like, that you were going down the road where you were about to say the term, and then this whole show was going to be about the term. Oh, no, I mean, the, the term's going to come up. But, uh, you know, who should say it first? Radical Islamic terror. Who should yeah. be on the couch of dissent and say the term? Wait, totally. hold on a sec. Yeah. I hey, got something for you. Give me that Skittles. Is that a poisonous one? <laughs> I don't want poisonous Skittles, Skittle? Chelsea. Skittles will happen a little bit later. Hand me a handful, yeah. uh, please. We'll see which ones. Drexel, don't which do it. I know we don't get along on the you show, know. Drex, but don't yeah. do it. All right. Skittles for all. So, Stephen, mm. you, you, you hear about this story. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of things that you could assume here, but what what are your take? What is your takeaway from the well, way that the, this story the, has been covered? The, the facts that we have. Yeah. The most important thing to me is just that. Um, it's another senseless act of violence that more, I can hear more everyone eating Skittles, by the way. So finish the ones you have, but don't eat any more. Sorry, no, I asked you. And that, and that there's just this hatred in the world between people, and that more and more people are not feeling. Are you safe talking about you and Drexel? Cities. I don't no, think that that's no. actually hatred. Listen, Stephen, Stephen accepted my friend request on Facebook, so I. We are in good okay, terms because right he now. texted me. I texted him. I said, you, make you I better. texted him. I said, you better accept my friend request. How long did he make you wait? A couple hours oh, because oh. I said, because I texted him. I said, you better accept my friend in, request. It was instantaneous. It was. But seriously, you know, I hate. I just, I'm just. I'm tired of hearing about these stories. I'm tired of seeing people sure. feel scared in their city. I'm tired of these senses. Okay, wait, can we talk of, about the scared in their city? I get that it's well, not Well, it's not cool. only that, but they beefed up security at the Emmys, too. Can we have we? people in the studio that were there at the Emmys. So it's like any big gathering, any big national award show, anything that's going to get national attention is now on terror alert. Is Now uh, now uh, people have feel threatened. So okay. it's like... Right. So, so Chelsea, you wanted to say something, so we'll let you go first, and then Drexel. So, Chelsea. So... This kind of thing is terrible. And if we spend 44 out of the 45 minutes on the show talking about it, I'm going to be really annoyed because that's what's the part of the problem in politics. We are spending too much time on an important issue, but it's blown out of proportion how much time, energy, and focus. Let's not forget there are things that are much more dangerous to Americans. Actually, let's talk about these Skittles and how dangerous <laughs> sugar is, and that oh. 18,000 mm-hmm. some odd Americans die a year from sugar. Actually, that's not true. If we look at, if you Chelsea, look at numbers... Don't even... Well, let's, let's, we'll go to sugar later, to sh- but right now we're on this topic, so let's just I, stay there. For a second, instead of talking about sugar, are you kidding me? Well, we're hey, talking about people planting bombs. Junior is the one who posted the Skittle thing. So. We're not I there do. yet, though. The topic was but about how no one's jumping. I do to, think Chelsea that uh, his whole thing you know, was about the Syrian refugees and that I, three of them out of a handful might come kill know, you. Chelsea, Which could segue yet. into well, the terrorism. So aspect. let's bring up the graphic, well, uh, if you don't mind. So what they're talking about, uh, what we're all talking about now, is uh, Trump Jr. Donnie Jr., Lil Don, uh, he uh, tweeted out this graphic, which you can see Lil if you're Don. watching on YouTube. Lil Don, it's like mini-me. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. And uh, it says, if I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. 
Um, yeah, that's an interesting point to make with Except the bowl of Skittles. Except you would need like three and a half billion Skittles to hey, make the analogy. Me, by the way, sign me up. I'll take three and a half billion Skittles. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to... Um, so- Yo, go ahead. I just wanted to say a couple of things because, um, you know, first of all, you know, I, I moved here from New York City and uh, we saw how New York, you know, kind of responded to it. First of all, law enforcement did their job. You know, we saw law enforcement do their job in um, in New York. We saw law enforcement um, very quickly uh, help the people of Louisiana. Um, and the governor did their job, so the states did their job to do uh, to keep their people uh, as safe as they could and bounce back. Like we're not hearing too many stories about what happened in Louisiana because the government, the the state government, has got it back on track and they're, they're doing what they need to do. At the same time, New York City did what they needed to do. Within 24 hours, they found this guy. They got they got the the forensic evidence they needed and they did their job. But something Stephen said really bothered me because you know people are walking around. Uh, afraid of outside terrorism when two days, you know, black people are walking around every day scared of what's happening in their cities. So I, you know, and we're seeing Terrence Crutcher, or, or, or you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, being shot on video. But that's so not to take away. From, we're not, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. I'm, like, no, no, no. It does, well, it, black it, it, lives it, it matter. Does, that's not on, to take away on, from that. On, All right, well, finish. Finish. What I'm saying is, is that to say that people are walking around scared because of an outside threat when is more da- is more important than the people walking around on the inside threat because if you look at the past and we talk about a lot a lot on this show if you look at the past where you know i don't know if this kid was an american citizen he was he was was an american citizen so Mm -hmm. what's happening is is that you've got a lot of american citizens Mm -hmm. homegrown american citizens not just not just what happened not just the the guy from new york not just the guy from orlando but you know you know, you talked about the Emmys, but what happened in Sandy Hook? What happened in Columbine? What happened? You know, so are, are we going to be afraid to go anywhere? Right. Here in AfterBuzz, we have four studios that are full blown, probably about 20 to 30 people in this building. We all could be afraid at any point. So I think at some point, you know, it's always blown out of proportion. But if you actually, context. but if you actually put it in context mm-hmm. of how Likely the international system. threats are not as bad as the domestic threats, that's what we should be really focused yeah, on Yeah, but right domestically, now. we're not seeing a lot of bombs going off. A lot of these domestic bombs and explosions and mass so terror attacks bombs, are international threats. Right. And this guy was an American citizen originally from Afghanistan. His father reported him to the FBI as a terrorist two years ago, and he wasn't put on the radar list. Well, he well, took he it back. That's the problem. Sure. He took it Here's back. another he thing I want to say about the media's back. reaction yeah. to this whole deal. No. So CNN, when they showed Hillary's comment on this, they showed her second statement of her of her initial statement of it, saying that we support our first responders, we, we support our law enforcement. Her first statement was, I was briefed on the bombings that happened in New York and New Jersey. CNN conveniently left that out. Then a reporter from NBC on the plane yeah. said, Hillary, how do you react? What's your reaction to Trump's claims and his reaction to jumping to conclusions and calling this a bombing? Yes, her she first- punted the question away, didn't say a word about Trump, and just, again, talked about the so first when, responders so because she different. just yes, called it the, a bombing. No, no, but so the, this but whole the, thing about, no. defense, so this whole thing about Trump Hillary's saying that, no. oh, he, he so called it a bombing. It was a bombing. Let's not get baited by this. This is a silly... So here's the thing. They're not even talking about anything. The topic was about the key about all of this, That was my statement. You know, you can talk about how he's an American citizen, but yes, he was born in Afghanistan, and, you know, neighbors and friends are saying, oh yeah, he did take that trip to Afghanistan, and he came back, and he was really different, and he was really religious now. So, Chelsea, in response to your question, is this going to be all we talk about tonight? It'll kind of depend if that side of the table feels like is it possible? I'm not even saying is this definitely an instance. Can you 
unequivocally rule out the fact that this is, can you say confidently that this is not someone who is a radicalized Islamic terrorist? Or do you think it's a chance, or you're just like, no, there's no way. Because, and it's not so much about you guys in general, it's just you're the guys who are here. Yeah. Uh, because so often in the media, there and, you know, Bill de Blasio sure. and all these people are like, no, we, we can't make that connection. It's impossible. Even when the evidence indicates that it is at least possible. I don't need anybody I mean, to say so, yes. It's so funny. Just say it might be. Go it's, ahead, Chelsea. It's so it, funny. This happened, we'll what, speak, like Scott. 48 hours ago, mm-hmm. and we already, like, are, are connecting. A police officer kills somebody, and it takes us, like, 48 months for us to get right. like I definitely and, agree that that is that is a huge problem I, so, I, so I don't think so that that means that thing. this isn't a problem is it though. possible exactly sure and if we, the whole when you said but Americans are afraid now yes but just because Americans are afraid doesn't mean that we should make it worse right. by giving mm-hmm. it undue attention. We should direct the fear to things that are actually dangerous and come up with policies that address All right, those. Scott, yeah, you've been very well, quiet. Scott has let everyone else speak uh, except uh, him, no, so I was going to say, I, you know, it's because, again, like we're saying, we're jumping to conclusions. Let's figure out what, what inspired him. Sure. Did anyone else help him make these? The good thing that's is he's, important he's because still, if someone helped him and, and they're still out there, sure. And what w- was his motivation? And and the fact is he's still alive, so we actually have that opportunity Amazing to Amazing how that happens, right? Though, like, right, because you don't normally get that. So let's see and what... And Trump said he would what, receive quality medical care and legal representation, he, by the way. He would no, okay. no. He did. Um, he did actually say that. He does have it in my notes. Uh, which yeah, I think Trump he was, he was very upset about the fact that he's going to he get quality medical care. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't think he was happy about yeah. it because you know, in Trump's America, the only medical care he would get would probably be you know a second gunshot wound on top of the first <laughs> one, and the only medicine he'd hope for is probably uh, I don't know some electronic, some electric uh, oh, waterboarding. Anyway, Scott. So, so that's what I'm saying. We just need to learn what motivated him and why he decided to do that because there is too many times where people want to draw conclusions and. We don't know what was his but inspiration behind say, it. But regardless, I'm mean, just, you know, like you were saying, before you jump to conclusions, you do want to know, and you want to know if anyone else was helping him and why he, he was involved with this. So worst case scenario, let's let's say, okay, yes, it's connected. So now we're uh, going to toss out every Muslim. Is that the solution to the problem? Well, it's certainly no, not the solution. Not. Although, I mean, there is someone suggesting oh. that. That's not in this Trump room. Policy, not in this sure. room. But that is someone whose name sure. is in the show. We won't say <laughs> <laughs> uh, So why are you yeah. looking at me like it's ridiculous to say that? Because that's what somebody is right. proposing. And that's ridiculous. So let's, he wants to temporarily, not that I'm saying I agree with it, he wants to temporarily ban Muslims coming in from from threatening regions. And that would not have that's what stopped not, this. Exactly. It's not going to solve the, the problem. Because this was inside not gonna the solve this, the, the father, whether he recanted it or not, put reported him to the FBI saying my son is a terrorist. I well, don't think he's a terrorist. We reported right, some but he also, silly things. Well, he also, enough was this guy going also on. sued law enforcement for harassing him based yeah. on and being a Muslim. Fried chicken so that was, going on for him so that's interesting. That. And that tells me like, oh, okay, so they were probably looking into the right guy. So you can't uh, always rule that out. You know, don't be afraid of getting the lawsuit if you so think yeah, that somebody is up to something. this guy should be brought to justice sure. and that whole thing. But I don't think that we should turn this into, into a, a crisis, into a yeah. policy of kicking people out. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Not, gonna, not, not accepting any Twenty nine people got hurt, which you know that's terrible. You're but no one died. Me. Right. So the fact of the matter is, this is another terrorist who wasn't great at his job. Thankfully, yes. and you're going to tell me he didn't actually kill anyone, but. You're we about should to learn tell me that yes, absolutely. You're about to tell me that the highest priority of the government should be keeping Americans safe. That's what voters think. 
and a Wall Street and NBC poll. That's what voters think. It was the highest issue rated. Okay. National so security. Then let's talk yes. about not then black let's, on black crime. So not not crime well, on crime. Black no. on black crime. I, I not not, not crime on us. So then let's not talk all that, about not all the police shootings. I'm okay. not saying that. I'm not saying me. These are polls. But that is that's keeping the America number safe one. That's the national on. security. Uh, is the number one issue. So that's what I'm saying. When I say Americans feel don't feel safe, the chat room from YouTube just because that's what they're saying. Thank you very much. I was just going to say the other side. When 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 people think national security, and when Americans think about people feeling safe first of all national security doesn't mean international security like it doesn't mean like secure like national security is also domestic security right. you want to be safe in your cities from your police officers sure, exactly. you want to be safe in your city from your next door neighbor you want to be safe in your city from the person at the grocery store or the person that can walk into the walk into the, the movie theater or the person deplorable that can walk into your school that's very you funny know. Vic, Vic Rattlehead says <laughs> deplorable lives matter anyway oh my gosh you know uh, yeah. uh, but you know so I, I think when people think national security they're seeing a lot of things on, on TV right now that are that are happening within the United States you're not seeing things happen across the across the world if we were talking about things that were that are happening across the world we would be talking about the fact that the United States, that the, the, the United States airstrikes, you know, hit Aleppo last week. We'd be talking about the people that were actually killed overseas uh, due to a what? What did the 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 administration call it? A um, they called it a uh, they regret they regretted it that it happened. So we would be talking about the international problems uh, if we were so worried about. But Gary Johnson security. would not be talking about because uh, he wouldn't know where it was. <laughs> uh, another story to move on to. Uh, similarly, unfortunately, there was the attack at the mall in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So a 22 uh, year old, his name was Dahira Don, and uh, he was uh, <laughs> so he's the guy who. Uh, went stabbing people at the mall. And the most important thing about this story is uh, Jason Falconer, the off-duty police officer who shot this guy. Now, you didn't just walk up and shoot him. You know, he's like, hey, you know, you should probably stop uh, stabbing people. And when he didn't, well, then you got to take a guy out. So I, for one, am glad that he was there. Uh, There are a lot of people who think that, you know, he's an off-duty police officer. Maybe even he shouldn't have a gun right there. But Thank God he did, because uh, this could have been a lot worse. And this is another instance where we don't know why he did it, but uh, the fact that I saw a headline that, uh, oh, yeah, he was just there to buy an iPhone 7. What? I saw there was a headline on CNN on their website, and I was like... Well, I look, I get it. Like people love their Apple products and the lines can be really long. I'm pretty sure that that's not what led to him stabbing people. Maybe he's just crazy. That happens all the time, you know. And ISIS claimed uh, responsibility. ISIS They're claiming claim a lot of responsibility for a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always take things that ISIS says exactly. with a grain of salt. They're a just trying they're trying I'm saying I'm saying you know, yeah. I, they're they're trying to recruit a lot of people yeah. so that you keep the pressure up on by saying, "Yeah, I did this and I did this and I did this." When actually, he probably had nothing to do with it. But there were witnesses that said he made references to Allah during Yes, the there attack. were witnesses. Yes. There were witnesses that so said that the that person is, in that Orlando did that. That gives a lot more credibility right. than ISIS no. claiming yes. it, which should be It doesn't a, give a credibility because someone says they're giving Just to Allah. There was an eyewitness who said there was he was making references to Allah. And that gives credibility Before he stabbed someone, he asked someone, are you a Muslim? And then there was also an ISIS news agency that praised him for being as a somebody's crazy. I'm just saying that there's a lot of credibility. There's a lot of evidence leading to there, there, the ISIS. There is claim evidence, being so real. they shouldn't rule it out just because right. ISIS, you know, all of a sudden has a good PR agent. But you know, <laughs> like obviously look into it more, see what that's all about. Right. But don't discount the fact that people said it because it's just got to be looked into. Yeah, I, I definitely right. agree. But it's you know, it happens on the same day, it's the same weekend as these bombings, so it. 
becomes part of the narrative. Right. And whether maybe neither one of them were motivated. Right? Do, yeah. I was just yeah. say because they're crazy and yeah. someone says they, something yeah. doesn't mean it's the same thing that happened with Orlando. It's like because they want to say they're whatever right. and they're crazy they're going to do. And it goes back to something. Yeah, it goes back what, to what he just said not, connects it all. But it also so goes that is to, worth looking into. But it also goes back right. to something that we talked about. Or I talked about a few episodes ago, where the more that you, it's like the bullies in school or the the victims in school. Mm-hmm. The more that you bully somebody, the victims are going to retaliate. 10 times worse than they would have if you treated them with the respect that they deserved as an American citizen. So that's the problem with Trump's America, which is saying, listen, we're going to bully you to push you out of this country Instead of saying, we, I see you, we want to work with you, which is what the Obama administration has been saying all the time. You know in your communities, and I, and I know a lot of Republicans say that, you know what's in your communities, you help, us, you help us find those people, you get them out, and then we'll take care of the rest. And that's not the policy of the Republican Party, and that's certainly not the policy that Trump, Donald that's Trump's That's actually what Trump said all along. He said law enforcement uh-huh. knows where these criminals are, and they will go and get them so fast. Yeah, and I feel like Chelsea's head's going to explode. She's trying to... <laughs> no, I've heard Trump you're, say you're, that a lot. Yeah, you're wow. mixing up subjects. He's said that about who are the criminal aliens. The that he's going to deport our one, day one. Yeah. Are you sure it was just the illegals? That's what... Uh, you know, I have, probably haven't listened to as many rallies well, as you have. Well, maybe you should <laughs> spend more I time have. at DonaldJTrump.com. I think it was more than just <laughs> You are correct that he definitely said that about the illegals, but I, I could be wrong, but I think he also said it about... But, but again, at the end of the day, it's all, yeah, about, it's all about the policy. It, it's about, it's about the, the idea that um, you don't respect your fellow American, and that is sure. where... Sure, right. trying to separate a, people into in other. The, in the world. I mean, there are countries that look at the United States as a terrorist state. So starting to think about our own actions and how we may be responsible for some of the reaction that we're getting. Not totally like (laughs) it's our fault only, sure. but to take some responsibility, I think, is the only I way. I completely agree. Well, There's so the key to all this is, you know, what we always talk about here on the show is that uh, we should be able to talk about all of it, which we've been able to do. You know, you don't have to say automatically, like, okay, clearly this is a terrorist act. But at the same time, don't say... Oh, there's no way. You know, everybody's very quick to say there's no way. Just say we're looking into it. I don't even. I don't even. You guys. And I don't think. I don't think that any. Any. Just because you don't say it doesn't mean you don't know. Like, here's the thing: President Obama didn't say that it wasn't. No, a, a Bill de Blasio stack. did. He said but, there's no evidence Blasio, to indicate. Right. It's th- like, sure, but there's no right. indication and I think that, from that a, it isn't. I think that the difference is Bill de Blasio on the ground is taking all the information yeah. in, he's making a statement, and then he'll come back and make another Probably statement. Probably should have waited d- to make the statement. Well, but, I mean, yeah. but if the, if the New York City mayor doesn't come out pretty much yeah, right away, true. then that would have caused another problem. So I think that, you know, what we learned from, and I'll even say it, what we learned from Benghazi, which was you don't make a statement until you have every right. bit of the fact out there. And I think that's, I think that's one of the things that we saw um, Hillary Clinton do this weekend, which was, hey... I don't have all the facts yet. I learned from it. Not that she said she learned from Benghazi, but I'm not going to go out there and say something that's not fully vetted yet because I don't have all the facts to do that just yet. And, I, and as a presidential candidate, she's not getting briefed like national security briefing. Right. I mean, she had her one and Donald Trump had his one. But at the same time, you know, you learn from the past mistakes, which is you don't make a statement without... By the Without way, Drexel, your facts. phone just lit up. There was a text from Hillary. It said, Ixnay on the Angazi Bay. So, you know, I was being, be I was being no, fair. I know. I was but trying she just likes to keep it out of the I was, so I was, good. Tra- but I was trying to I was trying to point out the fact that, no, you, could, that you learn from uh, 
from situations like that. Snail. Man, if you, guys, if you can learn from your mistakes, the Clintons must be very well educated. Uh, so, but what this comes around to is so this really pushes national security, international threats, all of that to kind of the forefront when maybe we weren't talking about it even a week ago. You know, it, it, oh, we're, talk, we're talking, talking about, about it a little it. bit, but no, it became mm. the story in the last few days. And I think that I think what it ultimately really comes down to is there's a lot of stuff people are going to throw aside for either one of these candidates. They're going to look at who makes them feel safer. And there are a lot of people who think that Trump makes them safer because he wants to build walls everywhere. And I think that they'll discount everything, including the Skittles, which we can bring up again because mm-hmm. I want to talk more about the Skittles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll discount all that stuff because they're like, no, he makes me feel safer. And right or wrong, people are going to vote how they feel and I think that this just reinforces. I wrote an article that two political scientists who have been studying terrorism said that voters will vote when they feel scared that they will vote for the candidate that has the best leadership skills. Uh, right, but then if you look at yeah. Donald Trump, if you look at clearly right. well, the definition of candidate. leadership, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So I was going to say if you if you if you if the American people looked at the uh, Donald Trump's international policy and and the way that he has made us a little bit more isolationist, isola- isolation. um, that is more dangerous to the country. Um, from a national security perspective, than any than Absolutely. than what they call Clinton's globalist policy. And I was reading an article the other day just about why Clinton um, thinks the way she does in terms of being an interventionalist. And it, one of the things that we forget about Hillary Clinton is that women think a lot differently than men, obviously. Um, and her thought process, and I was like, oh, that makes a little bit sense. Is it is a moral obligation for the United States? to intervene in human rights violations. Now, Chelsea, anybody can argue all day that the United States can engage in human rights issues on the other side of that, but from a Hillary Clinton standpoint, it is a moral obligation for the United States to intervene in countries that overwhelmingly show human rights violations. So sure, we that don't, is, we don't believe Hillary right. to do that. If you watched Clinton Cash... Oh, Jesus. We can't oh, talk about that. We won't get into it. We won't get into it. But Drexel, I love <laughs> we just what you said was true, and that if voters actually believed that was true, that was in Hillary's heart to go and do that. Yeah, but, I wish but, nobody's, but nobody's talking about it. But when you see it. her deals, when you see her you don't dealings see any through de- the Clinton Foundation and oh, what she did in oh, Haiti no. and Africa no, 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 and no, Iran no, no, and all no, over the world. That sounds a lot like Clinton Cash. It is. Yes, it is, but no... Um, so it's like we don't believe... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In no national narrative is that a thing. No national conversation or Clinton Foundation dealings with Haiti, Clinton Foundation dealings with Russia, none of the stuff that came up in Clinton Clash is, Clinton Clash is a national conversation, not even from the Trump campaign. So the more that you bring it up, right. the more you discredit yourself because you're talking about things that nobody else is but talking about. it is about. on the Trump campaign. It is, it is not. The Trump, Donald Trump, right, Trump, Trump campaign. Chelsea was trying to get in. Let's let Chelsea speak because no. I want to move on. Kimberly says stop bringing up Clinton Cash. Kimberly does say stop bringing up Stop bringing up Clinton Cash. It doesn't matter. Kimberly, if you watch Clinton Cash, we'll stop talking about it. Anyway, uh, Chelsea, go ahead. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, so let's uh, so let's talk about, about some bad messaging mm-hmm. from the Trump campaign. We'll bring up the Skittles now, and we'll show the graphic Give again. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if Steven gets Skittles. So as we were talking about, it's a, it's a bowl of Skittles. <laughs> that was a good throw, by the way. Uh, if I had a bowl of Skittles and told you the three would kill you, would you take a handful? I would stop throwing them. Just imagine if we have to explain to Phil how we broke one of those monsters. It's like, oh yeah, Chelsea kept throwing 
we'll just say it was Steven's around up. UG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what I what I love about this story is the uh, Eminem Mars company uh, responded. They could have uh, really sort of tried to cash in on this, and uh, you know, is that the they, same as Wrigley's. No, that is that is Are a that is a different company. Yeah, Mars. no, no. It, so Mars? Mars, yeah, Mars says, "quote This was a tweet. Quote: Skittles are candy. Refugees are people. It's an inappropriate analogy. We respectfully refrain from further comment, as that could be misinterpreted as marketing." Now, see, that's smart. That's good messaging. That's good social media. Eric Trump posted or Donald Donnie Trump. Jr. Yeah. They're the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- as Bill Maher would say, Don F face. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the sending out the tweet in the first place, you know, that's not good. You know, surprisingly, the Trump campaign has been doing a, an amazing job staying on message more than not. And this is the sort of thing it's like, well, what are you talking about Skittles for? Because now look what you did. So I think that they can't help themselves when you see stuff like this. And uh, I don't know, uh, Stephen. We've obviously talked numerous times. You are not a Trump supporter. You That's are. Debatable. You are dab- dabbling. In, you're, you're, you, you're, you, you have the Kool Aid in front of you. You have not drank it, but you are looking into he it and thinking it. about it. He's yeah. like stuck his tongue yeah. in it. The, the he's actually flirted with it. Yeah. He's just sticking his tongue the, in the powder. The, the, it's like the, a glass of wine. Yeah. Like the rest of the panel said no, thank you, and only you had the Kool Aid before you. What do you think when you see something like that? And now, keeping in mind that sure, it's it's kind of stupid, but the fact that they sent it out. Let's what do you think about it? So what what was his comment? Did he re- just retweet the meme of it? Yeah, he, he, they created it so he could it. send it out. There, there was something this he said, but it's not as significant. This is Syria well, problem. Yes, yeah. Because it's got the yes, Trump Pence right. logo on it. It does have the Trump mm-hmm. Pence logo. I don't know. I mean, my whole deal about the refugees is like, why? I mean, we want to be a messaging a, we, club. We want to be, we be a, well, that message, I don't know. I guess it's not great. <laughs> it's I not, mean, if you yeah. want me to comment about the refugees, I will, but. No, I it, I, not so much about that. It's just sort of like, this is how they're talking about it. definitely didn't it. help the campaign yeah. by any means. Which, that's what they I should be doing. That's what your it. surrogates, that's what your kids, that's what everybody that you have yeah. working on your campaign should be helping you. And Skittle is a candy, is trending. I just think that there's so much and, information and so many memes and so many things. Yeah. And you want to be tweeting and engaging every single day. So when something comes across your timeline or someone sends you a photo... You may not have the time to vet it through your yeah, people. Just, just say, is this a good that be, idea? That would be true real? if that would be true if the Trump Pence Make America Great Again logo was not, was not at the right. bottom. Exactly. But also, it, it, it was there. it was tweeted out by someone who has the yes. same name as your candidate. So you know, literally the same name. Yeah. So you know, it's probably something to think about. But and again, in terms of Skittles, it has clearly helped their sales because. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, we know that she bought one only because of this that we were going to talk about today. I was going to say a couple of things. Here's the thing sure. that, that that's the problem with the Trump campaign. As they rise in the polls, they get a little too comfortable. Like, they're not afraid. They, they, they have this air that they're not, you know, they don't have to try as hard because they know their supporters are going to come out. You know, Hillary Clinton... It does have a lot a lot of work to do when it comes to millennials. You know, she started her millennial push last week. Uh, President Obama was out last week. Uh, Michelle Obama was out last week. Bernie Sanders was out on the trail last week. Elizabeth Warren was out on the trail, and they'll probably do that over the next 49 days or whatever. But the Trump campaign, they get out there, they get cocky, and then they t- immediately tweet something out. You had Donald Trump talking about uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, secret service. I know we'll talk about it. Hillary Clinton's mm-hmm. secret service agent, which is the, is the second or third time he said it in the mm-hmm. th- from the primary till now. Sure. Um, 
And so that was dumb. Then you got this tweet. So, you know, I somebody said the other day to me today, like, we're going to start a save Ivanka trend. We're going to save Ivanka, <laughs> make save Ivanka trending. Because we got we to gotta extract <laughs> Ivanka Trump from that because she seems to be the only sane one, even though she went on national television last week and lied about Hillary Clinton's... Uh, uh, one of her policies on on uh, children and families. Yeah, but as I've said before about Ivanka, I am so sure she's not going to vote for her father. There's nothing about her that indicates she's too smart to vote for her father. Yes, can Chelsea. I say something yes. on can, this? Of course. Thank, thanks. Uh, I saw. Thanks. Of, <laughs> of all the fabulous tweets that I saw in reaction to that this the one, Skittle or yeah, yeah, the Skittle one is the question of if. This bowl of Skittles were America's gun owners, and there were three mass shooters in there. Would this analogy still hold? I, I don't know the answer to that, but that it, it, it is a good point. But uh, by the way, of course, it wasn't a bowl Steven's, full of M and M's because Steven's it was a Trump brain. Brain. It's like, like, wait, what? Do you understand what that is? No, say it again. If there was this bowl if, just was one more time. American gun owners, and there were three mass shooters, yeah. would you still grab a handful of Skittles? <laughs> Or the analogy could be yeah. if you have a bowl full of bad cops right. and you had <laughs> three or four bad cops in there yeah, and you had to take a cops. handful out, which one would you get? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make, I mean, that just, right. it's that just analogy. a bad analogy that exactly. you can make a whole, but For I mean, everything. like we always say, like we say, you know, from the beginning, uh, um, the, the, the more deaths come from the hands of American citizens in the past few years than international terrorists. So, and sugar. Oh, Jesus. By the way, yes. I, I don't know anything about Vic Rattlehead in the in the chat room, but man, is he talking a lot. This is like a this is a first time for him. I think he's batting a thousand. So well, anybody who's thanks to every, Rattlehead. Rattlehead. Thanks to yes. everybody who's chatting. And uh, if you're watching live on YouTube, join into the chat. Uh, I'm going to momentarily talk about something that was a stroke of brilliance by the Trump campaign. But let's get back to something that Drexel mentioned, uh, talking about trying to make a point about gun ownership, saying, well, how about, you mentioned this a moment ago, Drexel, how about uh, Hillary's Secret Service detail, uh, (laughs) get rid of their weapons? And it's sort of not like the other thing we talked about a few shows ago where it kind of implied, you know, that gun owners might take out Hillary Clinton. This is saying that it's going to happen, so if you're so sure you can keep her safe without guns, get rid of them. Um, Stephen, when you hear that uh, the Mm -hmm. campaign that you are not endorsing but might endorse at some point it makes statements like that do you think it's smart or do you think misguided or or something completely different misguided and dumb because hillary doesn't want to take your guns away she's been very clear about that so and i don't think that's uh, rock, you, get a you gotta skittle. go unturned. <laughs> you get three. You get, she just wants to ones. make it tougher for people to get guns. And if you have a criminal record, she wants to make it tougher for you to go get that gun, which yeah. I think is amazing. So I like her gun policy. So for Trump to go Any around open. and say that she wants to take your guns away is false and not true and wrong. Do you think reinforcing the idea that she's trying to take away your guns, whether it's factual or not, is that good campaigning? <laughs> I don't because they uh, no, they I, do well, they do kind of. I was say, actually do think it's a good campaigning on his part because it's working. Get the people, and yeah. this is the same thing that they well, did with Obama. His core that was people. saying that Obama, and that we've had the same discussion about why does Obama have Secret Service then if he you know and, and right. with guns? So it's the same argument, and I do think for that. Basic that people. Time. But if you it's, watch, it's a good, I know, but if you watch Hillary talk good, about it, she clearly says, "I'm not trying I'm to take right. as far 
is a away. political yeah. campaign well, Obama's tactic. Obama's been saying that for it's seven good. years, and they right. still don't believe him. Exactly. It's a good campaign yeah. tactic for the people that are scared about and, it. And, and, and the other side of that, you know, that how, about, how about you take Donald Trump's Secret Service? Remember Ex- that video right. when Donald Trump ducked underneath that, that right. podium? Who did he think was going to protect him yeah. with what? <laughs> so if anybody, you know... Hey, Donald Trump doesn't want to take your guns away. Trump looked like a little linebacker for a minute, dude. He got down, got low. Speaking of linebacker, we got to talk about his Dr. Oz. Well, and I just want to say, I just want to say something else because Donald Trump talked about, you know, we were talking about gun policy. But the most important thing that President Obama, you know, President Obama spoke at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation dinner this weekend, and it was really fiery, and it was really good, and like, I'm, I'm pretty sure every, you know, not, Hillary Clinton's hovering at 90% black people right now, I'm pretty sure that number's going to go over the next few weeks. But, you know, he said something that was, he said schools are on the, you know, he said, talked about his legacy, but he also said schools is on, schools are on the ballot. This is the same week that Donald Trump rolled out his education policy, which talked about, you know, using $20 billion of the existing federal budget, which is only 9% of the federal bu- federal budget right now, and in, in moving that money into charter schools. That is dangerous policy when it comes to educating the American children and the American school system. So we should be talking about that and the and the and and not pumping that money back into public school system, which is what the federal government should be doing in the first place. <laughs> And ab- and not abolishing the Department of Education, which is also a part of his education plan. That is dangerous policy, and that is what we should be talking about over guns and whether or not Hillary Clinton has Secret Service agents. But while now, we are on no. the topic of guns, yes. he keeps saying this whole, like, protect your Second Amendment, protect your Second Amendment. Nobody is trying to get rid of the Second Amendment. And if you look <laughs> at, you know, because the one time that I did go to DonaldJTrump.com, it says in there... The right to bear arms shall not be infringed, period. Actually, that's not what the Second Amendment says. It it doesn't have in there the part about a well-regulated militia. So his understanding... Uh, of the or representation of the Second Amendment is just flatly. The website is ever changing, Chels. So every day. I'd also like to point out that, that Vic Rattlehead, our favorite um, new person, favorite new person, said yeah. we, storage yard resident, still my number one guy. Yeah. But anyway, where is he at? He said we have two stringent gun laws over here too. But if you actually go to Japan, where their cops don't even have guns at all. You want to talk about stringent gun laws? You want to go to Australia or some of these other countries? Or even in have, the UK, that, they don't have We guns, have right? actually right. pretty okay gun laws when it comes to the American voter keeping their guns in their hands. Right. So I don't think you have to Chelsea about wanted that. to talk about Dr. Oz, so I'm going to let Chelsea talk about Dr. Yes. Oz. None of us are to respond to it because <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like fake TV doctors. I don't like fake judges. But... Go ahead and talk about uh, the Dr. Oz The only reason I wanted to bring it up is because Trump went on uh, Dr. Oz to talk about his health. He He says he was releasing his records, but we don't really know what's in those yet. But my favorite part of the interview was when Dr. Oz says to Donald Trump, how are you uh, exercising? And he says, and I... Crap you not. I have a yes. huge treadmill. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I know he didn't say he that. He said, I'm not... Ju- I, I, no. I, I move my arms a lot. Mm-hmm. For those listening on iTunes, uh, speaking, Chelsea is wildly gesticulating. <laughs> and when I'm speaking in front of crowds of 15,000, 20,000 people, those rooms are like a sauna. So that's like exercise. Yeah, he sweats a lot. Yeah. That yeah. kind of logic and understanding about... He's also said he didn't didn't stay. This is a man that wants to repeal 
Obamacare and replace it with something better when it. he thinks that Seriously. moving your arms <laughs> is working out. I know, that Charles, is that's dangerous. Not the, that's not the only comments he's made on himself. On that episode of Dr. Oz, he sounded like a buffoon in that statement. But he's also said, honestly, honestly, I don't have a lot of time to exercise, but I'm moving around so much. I'm on my feet all day. And I'm on my feet all day for work, too. I do feel exhausted. I feel like i got to yeah, work out. Yeah, but look out. at you so, and look at Trump. I'm saying that is his form of exercise well, so whether he's walking well, a lot it would have been the most honest thing to right. say is right now i haven't been working out you see me every day i'm running Traveling, around, running but he around said that is his workouts but i mean to yeah, try and say stupid. my arms and the sauna yeah, and then his, that. his i mean come on he all right misstated. i think well, you're just being a little critical we'll move of on from that. We'll move on from that because as but promised i wanted interviews. to give credit to uh something that the trump campaign did which is something that of course seems ridiculous on the surface but the press conference that he did to uh say <laughs> that he believes president obama was born in the united oh. states now, uh. that press conference had nothing to do with him saying that, and he made the reporters sit through about 30 mm-hmm. minutes of him trotting out all these military figures who've endorsed him. So, as political theater, that was brilliant. That was very well done. Hotel. Because people, yeah, and the new hotel. So, he had people covering something that they were not prepared to cover and they would not have covered because it's not that interesting. So he's like, oh, I'll give them what they want. I'll speak for two or three minutes and say that Obama was born in the United States, even though I don't believe it. And, you know, you it's don't fine. believe it or he no, doesn't no, believe that was, it. No, no, that was Trump. Right? I'm just, ju- just But the fact that Trump said he believed it <laughs> is actually for the first time what made me think, oh, wait, maybe he wasn't. Because if Trump says he is born in America, I automatically have to assume it, it is inaccurate information. <laughs> right. So anyway, I think that that, and keep in mind we only have a couple minutes. Right. So I was going to say, I, I tweeted out, and I've talked to people about it over the past few days, which I was like, the media at this point have, you know, because right after that press conference, all of the big heads of the organizations got together and were like, we're not sending our camera people to, to, to like walk through Trump Hotel. Like, don't send a person, don't send a camera person, whatever, whatever, we're not going to do that. And I do think that over the next few couple of weeks, we're going to start to see the media love fest of Donald Trump like diminish a little bit they're like they're not they're like, go- Brad and Angelina. like Brad and Angelina yeah. well he talks about how much he hates the media so right. at some but, point they're going to take they it personally co- but he also <laughs> he also talks about it but he also loves the attention oh, so I think they're going to start to take away the attention because they're also starting to cover the the Pam Bondi situation she talked yep. about her $25,000 yep. they're starting to yep. talk about the Trump Foundation and how he used $250,000 yep. to cover his you know so they're going to they're you know whether or not you believe it or not whatever they're going to start to cover those stories a little bit more which is going to start to turn up to sure. the Trump campaign uh, one thing that's that. uh, not getting enough coverage possibly is the fact that uh, Hillary Clinton's schedule uh, is suddenly uh, very light for the next six days in fact she doesn't have any <laughs> events so that for Back whatever the reason Hillary. is it doesn't help the narrative. Well, she's got debate prep. She's so does Trump, and he's yeah, out but there. D- he d- he, he, he has actively said prep. he is not he's doing not debate doing prep. Right. So, but at the no. same time, you, you know, we spent most of the last show talking about how she, you know, hasn't looked well. People are concerned about her, and she needs to. Here's the thing: I mean, Hillary Clinton no... needs to knock the first debate 100 yeah. percent out of the park. Sure, she cannot have any sort of like daylight in between things happening. She's got to prep for somebody who she's ne- like a, a situation that she's never debated before a person that she's probably never debated before like in her career so you know, how do you debate like somebody him, yeah. how do you debate how do you debate somebody who doesn't know how to debate well 
especially as somebody like Hillary Clinton, who's like always in her head. Yeah. She's got to. She's, she's a policy sure. mark, so she's Look, all that's true. But at the same time, she could probably get out there in front of some cameras and give the same sure speech that she's given dozens of times. Well, and, and maybe she'll and, give. And some it's not a lot of effort for her. So she I, could give I, some sit down interviews. I mean, if she gives some sit down interviews, that's fine. So it's like, y- yeah. yes or no to uh, the uh, to Team Hillary at the end of the day. You're not worried about her at all. The fact that she's taken a week off before the debate. I think no, that. I think that. I think that the the Obama campaign probably did the same thing in 2012 because Mitt Romney was. I'll look into that. Was I'll, probably, I'll, I'll you know. try and find I'm out saying, the time to get I'm saying, well I'm, and no. I'm, saying, I'm saying, yeah, you do need time. I mean, she just, she just got over pneumonia. I think that you do need time to sit through. Uh, you know, they came up with the criteria and with the topics they're going to be talking about the debate. So you do need a little bit of debate prep. So I think the American people are going to be okay with that. So, and like I said, they've rolled out the heavy hitters. I realize it's not fair to bring this up when we have no time left. But LA Times weekly tracking poll uh, showed Donald Trump up 16.5 points among black voters over the course of a single week between September 10th and September 16th. <laughs> 16.5 points. Trump's support from black voters increased from just over 3%, which you're like, okay, that sounds about right, to 19.6%. Hillary's support declined during that same period, 90% to 71%. Now, I don't care that if it's a sample size or, you know, I don't know, I want to look into it. Those are staggering numbers. And that just don't there's happen. a chance right. <laughs> that your girl might be in trouble because you look at the real clear politics uh, average. Clinton's up 1.3 mm-hmm. percent, and in four ways she's up 1.1. But you also look at the polls in states that right. she shouldn't be up in, sure. And you have to compare those to the states that she's right. doing well. But the so, average is still like and I think it's always going to be very yeah. close. But, sure. but we it know, and I, and I had this conversation with with a few of my Hispanic friends um, over the past few weeks. And, you know, and they said at the end of the day, once they go into the ballot box, the the choice is very clear. Whether or not they, I mean, the choice is very clear between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump with the Hispanic voter, and the African American voter is never going to vote for right. Donald Trump. So th- that I mean, I mean, people could talk all day. You've got, of course, there are Black Republicans out there who will always not vote for the sure. Democrat. But they probably didn't vote but, for Barack Obama either. Right. But. At the same time, a majority of the African American community is always well, 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 and the, well, and, the and the Washington Post also says that Hillary's losing Hispanics. Not that they're voting for Trump, but they're not excited I, well, about Hillary. She's still up by like fifty states. something points with Hispanics in sure, Arizona. She's up, but her closest is twenty five every, points. Everything about Hillary is not trending in the direction it what, should be for for Hillary's campaign the, to be yeah, happy. right. But the electoral but, math is still in the Democrats' sure. favor, and that's going to come down with some. people are getting close to revising it. No one's revised it yet, but. Larry Sabato at the uh, University for Politics, yeah, University I, of Virginia for uh, Center for Politics, they're very close to revising it. They but, and, they, and they're not going to. So, and we're not. And 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 these these polls that we've seen over the past few weeks are not going to matter. The poll that will matter will be the one after Monday. Right. Which I'm glad you mentioned it right. because what That's I wanted right. to mention is next Monday is the first presidential debate. We will be here Monday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 Pacific, covering that debate, giving our reaction. So make sure that you tune in on Monday. With a possible special guest yeah, calling I in. Yeah, I believe a, 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 a pro-Trump guest will be calling in. And, and Scott, you'll be I on the be, road. Yes. But we'll have you call in for, for at least a few <laughs> minutes and yes. we'll get your reaction to the debate. Uh, anyway, so uh, make sure you find us next Monday, 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific. For the Couch of Descent and Stephen Helmkamp at Stephen Helmkamp, Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd, Scott Moore at SMAN80, Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia, I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. Don't forget the show is at Trump Hillary 16. Make sure you follow us there, and we will see you all next Monday night. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.